This is an SBS audio podcast. SBS acknowledges the traditional custodians of country and their connections and continuous care for the skies, lands and waterways across Australia. Hello. And welcome to this episode of The Settlement Guide, a series where we help you navigate life in Australia. Whether you arrived today, have been living here for years, whether you were born in Australia or planning to move here shortly, this series is for you. My name is Rosa Germian, and today we go through the vaccinations that you may need when travelling overseas. Australians travelling overseas may need vaccinations to protect themselves from infectious diseases that are either not present in Australia or are more common in other parts of the world. And these can be diseases that, that your body and your immune system may not have ever seen before. So let's get started. To determine which vaccinations to get, it is recommended to follow the guidance provided by the World Health Organization. The WHO suggests routine vaccinations for all travellers, as well as specific vaccinations for those visiting regions with a high risk of particular diseases. Jane Frowley is an associate professor in the School of Public Health within the Faculty of Health at the University of Technology, Sydney. She says travelling can expose individuals to serious infectious diseases that are not found in Australia. The last thing you want on holidays is to be sick. And travelling to different parts of the world definitely exposes you to infectious diseases that aren't necessarily even in Australia or aren't common in Australia. And some of these are things like TB, typhoid, rabies, yellow fever, for example. When there are new outbreaks, new vaccines may become available, Professor Frawley explains. Other countries around the world have diseases that are much more prevalent and sometimes endemic to that country, which means that those diseases are entrenched in those countries. And these can be diseases that that your body and your immune system may not have ever seen before. So having a vaccine is really important so that if you do come into contact with it, you'll be protected. The specific vaccinations required for Australians travelling overseas depend on the destination, country and the length of stay. Some countries even require proof of immunisation for entry. Seeking professional medical advice ensures that individuals receive appropriate and tailored recommendations based on their destination and specific health needs. Professor Frawley advises all travellers to consult their GP or general practitioner to determine the necessary vaccinations for their specific travel plans. Depending on the country that you're going to, they'll have a list of vaccines. Some countries have uh, compulsory vaccines as well. So if you're visiting that country, you have to show proof that you have certain vaccines. So your GP will know that. And your GP will also know what vaccines you've had. So they'll know whether you need a tetanus booster or, for example, COVID-19. She also says it's important not to leave consultations with your GP to the last minute, as many vaccines require more than one dose. 
A lot of people forget about vaccines until they're about to go make a quick appointment with the GP, but often it's too late. Vaccines take a little while to get into your system, for your immune system to mount a response, and so therefore for you to be protected. So at least six weeks at the minimum, but preferably around 12. So around 12 weeks, three months before you're thinking of travelling. Professor Nicholas Wood, a clinical vaccinology expert at the University of Sydney, highlights that specific immunisations you may require are determined by various factors such as your health, age, lifestyle and occupation. Together, these factors are referred to as HALO. Certainly, if your health is poor and you are on additional medications or immune suppressants, etc., even more important that you get the routine vaccines like flu, etc. But the person should say, you know what, I've got diabetes, I've got chronic lung disease, and I'm on an immune suppression drug and I want to travel, probably do need some extra vaccines. Therefore, I need to make time to go and check with my GP and get an individual vaccine schedule. There are several vaccines which are commonly recommended or required for Australian travellers, including hepatitis A, typhoid fever, yellow fever, meningococcal disease, COVID-19, rabies, among others. Professor Wood says these infections can result in severe illness, even in individuals who are typically considered fit and healthy. Rabies is an example of such. Having a vaccine for rabies is really important, depending on where you're going, because there's no treatment for rabies. So if you get rabies, you basically can get very, very sick. Parts of the countries where there might be infected dogs or even bats, you can be bitten. Nicholas Wood is also a senior staff specialist at the National Centre for Immunisation Research and Surveillance, or NCIRS. He says that there are other vaccines available that have the potential to prevent people from falling seriously ill. Typhoid is also an important one. You know, there are often people admitted to hospital with typhoid blood poisoning. We can treat that with antibiotics, but it will really ruin your holiday. Sometimes you can end up being hospitalised with typhoid. Meningococcal meningitis is nasty can cause meningitis, blood poisoning, and can be very, very severe. Japanese encephalitis is also a key vaccine. Again, really depends on where you're travelling. If it's been a while since your last vaccinations, you may need boosters. Professor Wood again. If you're not up to date with your tetanus vaccine and you're overseas and you have an accident where you get a tetanus-prone injury, you fall over and you get a rusty cut or dirt or whatever into a wound, normally if that happens in Australia and you're not up to date with your vaccines, you would access medical care and you would get the wound thoroughly cleaned. You'd get some tetanus immunoglobulin and some tetanus vaccine. And that's all usually free in Australia. But if you're overseas, particularly if you're in a remote area, getting access to that sort of treatment is tricky, hard to do and costly, but it could save your life. Professor Frawley says it's important not to forget about COVID-19. Definitely talk to your GP about a COVID-19 vaccine if it's been at least six months since you've had a vaccine or since you had COVID-19 itself, definitely get a booster. COVID-19 is still very prevalent around the world, in every country in the world, and you increase your risk by being in an airplane, on a cruise ship, on a bus, and just in busy places. 
in rare cases, allergic reactions to vaccines may occur. If concerned about vaccine-related side effects, you should consult with your doctor. Side effects can be reported and discussed by calling the Adverse Medicines Events Line on 1300-MEDICINE, that is 1300-633-424. For those who receive vaccinations overseas, it is necessary to record them on the Australian Immunisation Register, AIR before obtaining a certificate. Only Australian medical professionals in Australia can add records to the AIR. You can ask your GP or other medical practitioner for help. Thank you for listening. This episode of The Settlement Guide was produced by Chiara Pazzano, hosted and edited by me, Rosa Germian. Until next time. sbs.com.au slash audio